Good morning, and I have breaking news this morning. Wait, is it still morning? Hold on, let me look at the clock. It is still morning. Yes, good morning. <laughs> and I have breaking news. I was just looking through. I Actually, as soon as I get done recording this podcast, I have a couple of Country Max commercials to record. And uh, here's a message I just got from my boy Brian Rapp from Country Max. It says a uh, couple of uh, scripts, and then it says, by the way, the canning campaign, which what he's referring to is last year we did a... Uh, a thing where we did a Country Max did a, I guess you call it a brochure, maybe a magazine about canning, and then I came out and did an actual canning demonstration at one of the Country Max stores, and he says, by the way, the canning campaign won a Pinnacle Award for Best Business to Consumer Integrated Campaign last night, I believe at the Addies, the like the Rochester Advertising Awards. The entry included the printed canning book, one of the first TV spots focusing on canning, uh, plus the actual event replay. Uh, I think that's awesome, and we are. We're talking about doing it again this year, canning season, which is like August, September, even into October a little bit, uh, but really September, I think, is when you... I always think... I always associate canning with September. Well, to be honest with you, my days, now I, I guess I associate it with every single day. All right, elephant in the room. Let's discuss why, where, how, what, where. Where's my wife? Let's discuss this. Truth is, the uh, podcast, I had been asking for it for quite a while, I think at least a couple of weeks, um, was was kind of willing to do it this week at any point. Uh, my wife and mother-in-law were just very, very busy this week trying to get the uh, Redbird market up and running. That was the big announcement, by the way, is that I, I guess I'm skipping. I'm, sk- I'm skipping all the good parts here. Sorry. Last Sunday, I said that tomorrow, meaning last Monday... We had a major announcement, and the major announcement was going to be that my mother-in-law, wife, and me, which you were supposed to find out today, but you'll find out a little bit more next week. Oh, hello, Leo. Happy Father's Day. Oh, thank you, Leo. It is a happy Father's Day as long as you're around. Oh, so cute. He is so freaking cute. He's wearing Polar Express pajamas and, for whatever reason, a winter hat right now. <laughs> so, I'm sorry. This podcast is a mess. I am all over the place. <laughs> Let me get my thoughts together. Whew. Okay. The big announcement was that Red Bird Market in Fairport, a Fairport staple's been there for, I think, 15 or so years at this point, founded by Julie Stoltz years ago when the Tops, there used to be a Tops there in Fairport Village Landing, Tops left, um, I think Julie felt as though there should be a an independent grocery store in Fairport, didn't feel like the big boxes were going to really do it, I think that plaza ended up, and I'm in fact, I know it ended up taking on a Dollar General, which is still there, which nothing against Dollar General, but much different idea than, you know, Redbird Market or high-end grocery, if you will. And uh, and she was a stay-at-home mom whose kids were going to college, Julie Stoltz. And so she founded this little grocery store in the village and ran it for many years, uh, eventually was ready to move on to her next project and sold it to one of her employees, Luann Trapazos, who ran it for the last few years. And um, I'll get into more to the story when my wife actually does join us on the podcast, which will be next week, because unfortunately, she has canceled on me for this week. Uh, gonna not say that much so as to hopefully not get divorced as a result of this podcast, but uh, basically, 
had a hard time wrangling my guest this week and getting her to actually sit down to do this interview. And she notified me about 20 minutes ago that she would not be doing it and that we could get something on the schedule and hopefully do it next week. So at this point, we have actually scheduled. So just to put this put this out there, in order to get time with my wife, I had to literally get on her calendar. <laughs> and it's on the calendar now. I was hoping last week that we could just, you know, at some point find an hour of each other's time. But it just uh, every day it turned into tomorrow, and then the next day it turned into the next day, and the next day turned into the next day. And before you knew it, it was we'll do it Sunday morning, and I'll just put out a social media message saying how it's coming. It's just going to be a late release, and then she broke the news to me that she didn't want to do it at all. So I think it was just a really busy week and uh, just a little overwhelmed, and this is really her first day of kind of rest and relaxation, and so... Uh, here I am recording a podcast, and if you can't tell by the all over the place of this podcast, recording with absolutely zero plan. So please don't judge the rest of the podcast feed based on today's absolute shittiness. It is what it is. Hopefully, and I guess I've learned my lesson not to promise at this point, but hopefully my wife will be on the podcast next Sunday. It is on her calendar. A time to record. That's up, uh, guys. At this point, it's the best I can do, and the most I can say without having breaking news next Sunday that I am uh, going to divorce court. So, anyway, Redbird Market, big news, right? I want to talk about it, but I kind of want to. I don't want to steal Ryan's thunder because that's what she's going to talk about next week. But uh, I'll tell my perspective on kind of how it came to be. And uh, as just a little tease, so you get something out of it. And then next Sunday, hopefully, we'll get the even longer, better version with Ryan. So um, Luan Trapazos ran it for the last bunch of years. And one day in – can almost pinpoint exactly when this was. I'm pretty sure this was either late February or early March. I got an email from Luann saying uh, we need, you know, X amount of sauce. So I load up the car drive out to Fairport, deliver some sauce. I remember at the time, uh, the person who usually does my deliveries was going to be off that week. So what's crazy about this is I normally wouldn't even be making that delivery myself. But uh, I think the young lady who was doing my deliveries at the time was actually on vacation and had the whole week off because she worked for me at the factory too. And then on Fridays, she would go make deliveries. And she was in Florida with her family. So I made my own deliveries and went to Redbird, walked in, delivered the sauce, and Luann said, uh, well, Paul, you know, I've got some unfortunate news. It looks like we will not be renewing our lease, and uh, unfortunately, we'll be closing Redbird Market. And I was like, oh, my God, that is, that's terrible news. Um, and then I just kind of chatted her up a little bit about, you know, how did you come to this decision, you know, and, and she said what she wanted to say, and she just said, look, you know, it's, it's been fun, it's been great little burned out, little ready for my next adventure, you know, just not, just not passionate about this anymore. And I said, I understand. And, uh, you know, any desire to ever sell it. And she was like, well, yeah, I mean, I, I just, I would sell it. I'm just not sure there'd be any buyers out there. And then the conversation from that point got into a little bit more specific about, well, what would you want for it? And essentially it came down to the number she said she would want for it sounded to me kind of doable. And I was like, well, can I see your financials? You know, can you 
print out your books. Let's see your list of assets. Let's see the all the stuff you want to see when you're going to maybe buy a business. And she printed out her financials and gave me her list of assets. And I took it back and showed it to a few people and um, kind of kind of seemed pretty like a pretty decent opportunity for the amount she was asking for, which, again, was not a lot of money. I'd rather not put out there exactly what it was, so I don't want to hold back, but not as much as you would think. And so anyway, the rest, I guess you suppose, was history. Uh, I think there's more of a story to it because then I came home, and uh, this is where I'll leave off, and we'll talk about this next week, but where we'll leave off is I get home and I, I tell my wife about this news, and her reaction was the cliffhanger that we will leave you with because it was not what you would expect. It was not what you would expect. So that'll be the cliffhanger with which I leave you this week. And we pick up the podcast next week. Uh, One little thing to kind of give you, though, for some content on this otherwise absolutely god-awful 10 minutes worth of podcast, which I will own. I will own that this has been disorganized all over the place, but quite frankly, I uh, just found out I didn't have a podcast and just said, let me fire up the microphone and get something on the feed uh, just just to let the people know. Hey. One thing I will tell you, though, is my Father's Day present was that last night I got to go see Jurassic Park by myself. Jurassic World Dominion. Um, my wife and son went to bed, and I went to the 9 o'clock showing at Webster Theater last night by myself. That's right, damn it. I love going to the movies by myself. You know why I don't like going to the movies with my wife? Because my wife, and yeah, I'm going to do a little shit talk right now. Because my wife will literally ask me 50 times throughout the course of a two-hour movie, what's going on? She'll ask me 50 times. (laughs) So, I like going by myself. Also, I get to, like, snack. You know, I get to, like, like, the pop, like... Because we also have this thing in our family, which I think a lot of a lot of you can relate to, where uh, we will uh, buy popcorn. I will be told by my movie date that she does not want any popcorn, and then she will eat half of the popcorn that I buy. So it's nice to like not have a hand constantly reaching into my popcorn too, and asking me fifty times per movie what's going on. Can you tell I'm a little pissed at my significant other today? Am I gonna be? Am I gonna dare actually air this podcast? A little sip of coffee there. Let me calm it down. Take it down a notch, Polly. Sim it down now. Anyway, went to see Jurassic World Dominion. This is from my childhood, man. I actually remember, and I swear to you, you probably think I'm 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 stretching the truth here. I have a very clear memory of going to see the original Jurassic Park in the movie theater. An absolutely crystal clear memory of going to see it and just being blown the F away. Just absolutely loving that movie so much. And then there was a Jurassic Park 2 and a Jurassic Park 3, and they were both, like, worth the watch, but really not so much. Like, both of them were kind of not that great. And then, of course, it goes away for a long time, and then the next thing you get is you get uh, Jurassic, you know, a bunch of years go by, and then Jurassic World comes out. With the new actors in it, and that was fine. That was good. I liked that. That I guess you'd call it the fourth in the franchise. I liked that because that was bringing something back that had been gone for such a long time. Because I think Jurassic Park three came out in either the late nineties, early two thousands. So it was like a good fifteen years of no Jurassic Parks. So the new one comes out and it's good and everything. Um, it's fine. Then the second one, I guess you'd call it the fifth one, came out. Eh, disappointing. And now the sixth one is out. And this is the one where the big hook on this one is that we get the original cast back, right? Dr. Grant is back. Ellie Sattler is back. 
Dr. Ian Malcolm is back, plus you get the cast of the new one. So it's it's both casts put together, and that was just about it as far as intrigue for this movie. The plot was the shit. The plot was the same plot as every other Jurassic Park movie. Evil Corporation hopes to make zillions of dollars off of dinosaurs but our heroes are here to save the day because these animals deserve to be treated like the animals treasures humanely they deserve to be treated like the treasures that they are it's the plot of all six movies quite frankly and so anyway so uh not it was it was a two hour and 20 minute movie with uh 10 minutes of plot and two hours and 10 minutes of running from dinosaurs not my thing Kind of regret it. Although I did eat some popcorn and have Sour Patch Kids, so I guess it was worth it. All right. Well, I've done some clunkers, but i got to tell you guys the truth. Clunkity clunk, clunk, clunk this podcast. Next week, we're back at it with my wife. Listen, to the best of my ability, with my wife. Okay? It's on her calendar. I guess that's the route I have to go with my own spouse. Also, Emily King, TikTok fame, coming up in the next few weeks. In the meantime, thank you so much for listening, and we'll talk next week.